On the line with us is Dr. Sarah Hart, who's a cosmetic doctor and censor of the New Zealand Society of Cosmetic Medicine. Very good afternoon to you, Doctor. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hi. Well, thanks for coming on. It has been a fascinating hour. Um, so just let me get this straight. Can a 15-year-old boy or girl go in for cosmetic injectables now? There's no age limit at all. Uh, there's no age limit, but a 15-year-old would need parental consent um, mm. to do that. But there is no official um, legal age limit for cosmetic injectables as there is in the UK currently. So where do you see the greatest concern for the beauty industry at the moment, where we are right now? Look, my greatest concern for cosmetic injectables is the fact that dermal fillers are unregulated. Um, and it's something that has changed. They were more regulated in the past when they were classified as a prescription medicine. But that classification changed to a medical device and that removed the restrictions around access to who could use them. Um, and that, for me, that I would really love to see them return to being prescription medicines because that would then easily put some good restrictions around them again. Do you have an estimate for how many cowboys are operating in the industry? It's really difficult to know. Um, I do get complaints made to me because of my role as censor, but many patients are embarrassed that something has gone wrong and often don't actually speak up when they're not satisfied with the result or something goes wrong and they they go back to the practitioner and the practitioner's disappeared. Um, so, so what I'm talking about is, you know, unqualified practitioners who aren't doctors and nurses. Um, but, you know, there have been cases just this week. Uh, a couple of ladies have had a really terrifying experience, really, um, with being injected by someone who claimed to be a registered nurse but isn't on the Nurses' Council register at all. Um, and now they're calling the place and the, the place is refusing to deal with them, um, oh. as was in that Herald article. So yeah. they are out there. You've got to be careful. Uh, hey, Sarah, Sarah, so you also said in that article that uh, that the usage is gonna, has quadrupled during the uh, lockdown. How can that happen? Because how can people get it and... Get it, uh... Oh, yeah. No, that's, um, I don't, by that demand, there's been a huge rise in inquiries during lockdown. Mm, but in oh. terms of delivering treatment, uh, it wasn't permitted at level four lockdown. Um, and then just recently, we got guidelines approved by Ministry of Health for really limited treatment, Botox only, and both mm. practitioner and patient needed to wear a mask. And face-to-face -face contact, I'm limited to 15 minutes. Yeah. So dermal fillers are still not permitted. So if if you you know that's that's not um, currently um, acceptable under the guidelines. Doctor, okay. we've only got ten seconds left. But is it addictive? Oh, <laughs> um, I wouldn't consider it to be addictive in the way that an addictive drug is. But it does make you feel good. You know, if you're looking angry, you get Botox in your frown and you look better. It really does make you feel good. So um, I wouldn't sort of call it addictive in the classic sense. Mm. Um, but there are people who do overuse it and good training is part of good training is learning to say no yeah so so true Dr Hart thank you so much for yakking with us great insight this is News Talk ZB